You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Waystation. To ensure traveler safety and comfort, please deposit your baggage at the door. The Waystation encourages open discussions. All stories are also accepted. Rest from your journey through life. Enjoy your stay, and please come again. Welcome back to the Waystation. Me and my trusty sidekick. Hello. I'm Stephanie. That's Dave. And we're here for part two of what you should be doing to entertain yourself while in quarantine. Um, but before we get into that, uh, breaking news. It's it's breaking news right now. It won't be when this airs. <laughs> um, Cherry Capital Comic Con has postponed. Aww. But... They have locked down a new date, and guess what it is? What is it? Halloween weekend. Shut up. The 30th, 31st, and the 1st. So I'm going to be in Traverse City for Halloween. I'm excited about that. I'm super bummed that I have to wait that long. Um, C4 is legit my favorite, and I look forward to it every single year. So there's a part of me that's sad, but they came out with a date. They already have it booked. And it's Halloween weekend. I mean, yay. Well, and so, and we had just talked about this. Like, to me, so that's a solid definition of the word postponed. Like, they have their date locked in. They're all good to go. You know, as right. opposed to Motor City, which is a sort of like an open-ended, might happen this year, might not happen until next year, who knows kind of thing. Well, and I mean, there's a big difference between the two conventions. C4 is much smaller. Oh, for sure. So, you know, and so I think that they feel a little bit more confident saying, okay, we can have this amount of people, you know, here in this area at this time, it should be okay. As opposed to, you know, Motor City, they, I mean, who knows when they're going to let gatherings that large happen. True. Well, and and C four is one of those cons that you've talked to me about year after year after year. That I mean, I, I maybe I'll, this may be the year I have to get my ass up there because God knows I'll be suffering from con withdrawal. Oh, I know. And it, it this convention, like I can't speak relevant enough. Um, Mike Ackerley. Rob Humphreys, um, these guys put together this incredible convention. Uh, Corey Maslowski, uh, Pat, they they put on the best show. Everybody's treated like family. And their after parties are the best after parties. People actually show up to them because they're that fun. The drinks as, drive as opposed to the, the usual con after party, the, the official con after party, nobody, nobody goes. To, to yeah, those accounts, no, nobody. nobody goes to those. But yeah, no, everybody shows up for this, even if it's just to pop in for a few minutes and then go to bed. Like everybody shows up. So it's if you ever want to attend a convention in Traverse City, Michigan, go. Well, I mean, I think it's the only one that they have. <laughs> go right. to uh, C4 Cherry Capital Comic Con. Um, you will not regret it. That's well, it might be the only con that's not involving either wine or fudge. Yeah, well, I mean, they definitely uh, give me a lot of free wine. I was like, okay, that's that's not centered around wine. It's not a wine. I mean, maybe not for you guys. <laughs> but anyway, so I just wanted to share that I just saw it on Facebook. And like at first, my eyes started tearing up and I was like, mm. and then I saw that they had rescheduled for Halloween weekend and I got excited. So cool. <laughs> Yay. No sads for me today. Adds a whole new layer to the cosplay competitions, I believe. Oh my gosh. Like I'm going to have to up my game. Like I always, if you've, you've seen me at conventions yep. and I, I have 
that's the the best version of me. <laughs> Let's put it that way. If I could dress like that and look like that every day, I would. But it's too much work. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, so I don't do it, but um, like I'm gonna have to like up it a notch. Which I mean, let's let's be honest. That's one of the reasons why this is still just audio only and and not video. Because yeah, I mean, I, wants, I think I look I look pretty good today. Though. You absolutely do, but but like who yeah. wants who wants to put in the effort just to record a podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I mean, this is just I washed my face, I put moisturizer on, and then I I put this sweet ass unicorn braid in my hair. That's all I did. So, but anyway. Let's get back to discussing how to entertain yourself while you're in quarantine. Yep. I have, I made a list actually, uh, since we recorded the last one to make sure that I touched on the most important things that I think people should check out. Okay. So, uh, I just watched a movie on HBO the other night called level 16. I've heard a lot about that one. I've never heard of it. Okay. Never heard of it. Uh, I think it came out like last year. Yep. Um, and it's about these girls that are being raised in this weird ass boarding school. And I don't want to tell you anything else, but if you're into like dystopian creepiness, like you're, you're going to like this. So is it, I mean, just based on what you just said, I mean, is it something akin to, um, oh God, why am I blanking on the name? Um, I totally just brain cramped. Uh, the it'll come back to you. It will. I trust. I trust in that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I it was one of those movies I I found while scrolling through trying to find movies, and I read the description. And I'm like, oh, this sounds like it could be cool. And then I watched the preview, and I'm like, okay, that looks pretty cool. And it was pretty cool. So uh, random drop there for me, anyway. The Handmaid's Tale. That's what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say it, it has some similarities. Okay. It, yes and no. Well, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. Uh, so if you're looking for a good movie, Level 16 on HBO, if you have it. Uh, not everybody has HBO. So. Well, and, and as we talked about, and just because since this is another episode, um, you know, HBO Max is launching. Uh, and they're launching with their first, uh, your first 500 hours of viewing is free. So this could be one of those things you check out. Absolutely. It's, I feel like it'd be worth your time, in my opinion. Um, okay, so there is – I'm going to go with the couple of things on Hulu that, I'm, that I've am that i been kind of into. Okay. So there's a show called Devs. It's an FX show, um, D-E-V-S, and it's a science fiction show. And um, it starts with this boyfriend and girlfriend are working for this company, and they work in, like, software – and coding and the the boyfriend gets promoted because he's so awesome he gets promoted to the devs team which is in a separate building it is crazy looking he doesn't even know what they do there nobody knows what they do there except for the people the, the one guy who runs it which is played by nick offerman from parks and rec um and so he ends up getting killed okay and the explanation they give her is not sufficient enough for what she like thinks is feasible. And so she goes digging in to find out why, how, when, okay, like what happened to him. 
Very good. I'm on uh, episode two, so I'm not too far in, but it, it's very interesting if you're into like science fiction stuff. So I'm curious, did you ever see the movie, um, and it was early 2000s, I want to say maybe 0102, uh, called Antitrust? Mm-hmm. Because that, like that, that sounds very, it sounds similar-ish. Uh, I, and yes, it, they, there is a similarity, um, at least as far as I've gotten into gotcha. it. Um but this this is a very is the way that they it's filmed and like a lot of the the directorial shots like how they're doing it it's very weird. Okay. So. Well, and it's like I told you, like I that's one of those ones that I already have on my watch list. I just haven't dove into yet. Yeah. So far, like I'm still all in. Uh, nothing has happened that's making me go, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, again, only on episode two, but you know, just throwing that out there. Okay. Uh, also on Hulu, there is the Into the Dark series, which is uh, Blumhouse, which does you know a lot of horror movies. So every okay. month they come out with a horror movie that's exclusive to Hulu. Some of them are trash. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Some of them aren't good. Some of them are really good. So I would say go and look into all of the movies. They've been doing it for a year now, over a year. Well, was I saying, and one of one of Hulu's main categories now, like when you load them up, like one of the one of the main categories across the top is horror. Um, they've they've actually been doing really good about classifying their stuff lately and that kind of stuff, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out the end of the dark movies. Um, a couple of my favorites, uh, actually. Let me let me do a quick. I'm just gonna look these up really quick because I've been watching them every month since they came out, and it's been a lot of months. Okay. Uh, I'm just Googling it. Well, and so for what it's worth, I mean, also on Hulu, Hulu, uh, much like Netflix, uh, they are both stepping up their documentary games. Um, so for what it's worth, if you're into like, you know, 80s music and, and sort of the punk scene at all, um, Joan Jett, uh, they did a great one called Bad Reputation. And obviously, if you're into Joan Jett, you know, that's one of her pops, you know, popular songs is, you know, don't give a damn about my bad reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is so good. Like there were things in there that like I didn't know. Um, and people have mocked me for pointing out that I didn't know this. Like, I didn't know that like Joan Jett basically like discovered the Ramones, um, and just, you know, and what a powerful, powerful figure she's been, um, behind the scenes with like getting women into the music industry and that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal watch if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, absolutely. No, that sounds, sounds like something I would definitely be into. And I, I know I saw a, I saw it, but I didn't actually watch it. Yep. So. No, it's super good. <laughs> oh, that's the problem. Um, oh, Jesus. Why are they not? Sh- okay. So there's two seasons of Into the Dark. There are full-length movies. They call them seasons, but there's like 12. There's one each month. Um, the, the most recent one that I watched uh, <laughs> is called Crawlers. Uh, it came out March 12th, and it's an interesting take. It's like an alien slash St. Patrick's Day slash <laughs> like okay. just it was enjoyable. It was weird, but it was enjoyable. So um, just look through those. There are several that are really good. There's a couple that were like, but whatever. Um, and then also on the the Hulus is 
Trail, which is such a good series. It really, really is. That and Dollface are are phenomenal. You know, I Dollface was okay. I, I didn't hate it, and I didn't love it. it okay, was, it was like that's just my personal opinion. Just sharing it. You're allowed uh, to have them. Yeah, thank you <laughs> for allowing me my own opinion. Um, Trill for me hit like a lot with me personally. Um, you know, AD Bryant's a star. She's just so fucking amazing in this show. I've loved her forever on SNL, but seeing her kind of branch out and yes, she's funny on the show, but it deals with a lot of very serious issues that, um, well, like body, you know, body sense and all that kind of stuff. It's phenomenal. Great show. I think I've told you, like, I I wish it wasn't quite as racy as it was because I would love to let my 12 year old daughter watch it. I know. I feel like it's the show that I needed like forever ago. It's the show that would have maybe knocked some sense into my crazy head. Um, (laughs) You know, really? You think that would have done it? Really? (laughs) I I, I think it might have. I I found it very um, cathartic as an adult to watch this show and the characters are enjoyable. um, And it just, it hit home a lot for me, especially for people who deal with body image issues. And, you know, if you're overweight and you feel like less than um, this show really shines a light on that and it makes it, it's very uplifting, but it also deals with the harsh realities of how women are treated. That for sure. Look a certain way. And it's not heavy handed. I didn't feel like, I felt like it was just very real. No, I so, thought it was, I thought it shot very straight. It was, um, you know, they don't, they don't pull any punches. In that show, Um, you know, whether it's dealing, you know, uh, you know, a a heavier set girl, whether it's dealing with her friends, uh, dealing with dating, dealing with life, just dealing with random people out and about her parents. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, family. It's such a good show. Such such a very good show. Yeah. So for people that aren't watching it, I really hope you guys are watching it. Uh, Two seasons are out now. They did get picked up for a third. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard that the other day. Well, I follow AD on Instagram. So. Course, on the grams. <laughs> She's my girl. Um, I still have a few more to list, but do you have anything you want to I, – I feel like I'm just talking so much. I mean, it's your show. You're allowed to. <laughs> no, but so you, I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, the that's one of the nice things that Hulu has done is they've got the agreement now with FX that they brought all their shows over. Um, yeah. And so, like, you know, one of my personal faves is Archer. Uh, and so yeah. all the seasons, I believe it's nine seasons of Archer that have been done so far that are over there. Um, and, and the nice thing is, is they even let you know, hey, uh, the new season of Archer is coming. I believe it's the first week of March, uh, first week of May. Um, mm-hmm. so something to kind of look forward to, uh, you know, I, I know that's one of the, one of the downsides of this, you know, whole, you know, coronavirus thing is not that there aren't a lot of them, but one of them, um, is so many great movies and TV shows and that kind of stuff have been put on hold. Uh, you know, so a, a lot of the live action stuff that people have been looking forward to aren't going to happen. Like, you know, like the, the new season of Lucifer is on hold. Because they had to stop filming, uh, and so, but you've got all this great animation that's out there going on, and and to me, Archer is one of them. Yeah, it's going to be tough because you know they've put off a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows because they have to. I mean, it's just not safe when you think about everything. How many people go into putting together a TV yep. show? 
and how many people go at movie crews. It's just not safe. So well, and people don't realize how small those sets are. Like especially like with sitcoms and that kind of stuff, or like you know, like well, I mean nowadays you know you watch the morning news and everybody's at home, but um, you know when you watched you know when you watched it earlier and like those those TV sets are not huge expansive spaces, like they're very tight quarters, and that's one of the reasons why they all move to filming at home. Hey Bella, why don't you stop barking? Because mom's recording the show, <laughs> and that's what happens when you record from home. Your, your your dog would like to be a guest on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know, it's. I think that we might, depending on how um, how this goes over, we might actually. I've always wanted to do a podcast about like talking about movies and stuff. So for the next couple episodes after this, we might delve into some like older movies that people may not have watched. that They should definitely check out, especially because we are getting um, delays and all of our new stuff that's coming out. So if it isn't already finished, it's not coming out for a while, guys. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's one thing like if if, you know, principal photography, if, if that's done and they can hand it over to the editing team, right. that's one thing. If they haven't even finished shooting it yet, no, you're you're waiting at least a year for that to come out. Yep. Sorry, I was uh, adjusting myself on my bench <laughs> so I could sit crisscross applesauce. That's what the cool kids call it. I was like, yeah, that like they couldn't come up with a better replacement for Indian style than crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going with it because um, cross legged just wasn't cool enough. I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Well, because well, growing up, it was called Indian style. Yeah, so I called I it that forever. And then all of a sudden it was offensive. And I was like, why though? Like, it's really comfortable. I feel like this is a compliment. Like, you, <laughs> the Native Americans knew how to sit well. We suck. They were right. Awesome. They, they had much better posture than we did, clearly. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got five more things on my list. Do your thing. Um, the Expanse, which is on, it's a prime original. Okay, it's a science fiction show. So, um, it takes place in a universe where Earth and Mars, like Mars, has been colonized. Um, okay, it, it takes. I, I don't remember what year it takes place in. So you've got people living on Earth, and you've got people living on Mars, and then there's this area in the middle called the, what they call the Belt, and the Belt is where they get all the resources from. So uh, the Van Allen belt. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have like this big ship that all these people work on. Now the people that work um, in the belts are basically like what we would classify as like low essential low workers, workers these days. Right. Right. <laughs> so these people like what's the most important in this world is um, air and like food. Okay. Because they live, they, you know, they live on a spaceship out in space. Um, and they ration their air, they ration like certain things to these people that work on the belt, but the people on the belt make all the stuff that gets shipped out to Earth and Mars. So it kind of starts off and it tries to like, oop, I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Bless I you. Do not have corona. <laughs> and bless you. I am not sick. So I just sneezed. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> so it starts off. Uh, Thomas Jane is in it. Okay. Uh, he's like the big name star, I guess that that I've seen on there so far. Um, and so it starts off just kind of showing you. It gives you like a text, like 
thing in the beginning, like kind of like Star Wars, but it doesn't scroll down your screen like that. But it kind of explains the whole thing I just explained to you. And then they throw you into this world. Well, yeah. which, and honestly, like I wish more like shows and movies and that kind of stuff would do that. Like, so going back to um, Netflix, like Netflix did that, you know, spent an enormous amount of money on Bright. Uh, you know, that movie they did with Will Smith, which is essentially uh, a remake of Alien Nation. Um, but it was one of those things where I feel like if they would have just spent 10 seconds at the start of that movie going, you know, hey, remember Dungeons and Dragons and The Hobbit? Um, so this is that, but in today's world, go. Like if they would have just, if they would have just done that, like black screen, white lettering, um, that would have made that entire experience so much more enjoyable. Yeah, and, and for this show, even that, like, I wish they would have given me a little bit more just because it really does just kind of throw you in. Right. And you have to watch, and you're learning as you go. It's not – it takes a minute to get your head wrapped around everything that's going on, which is kind of what I like about it, though, because at this point, it's not predictable. I okay. haven't gotten too far, and I think there's, like, four or five seasons. So there's a lot of seasons. I'm still in season one. Okay. But if you're a science fiction fan – Please check it out. Um, the production value is great. Uh, Thomas Jane, great. Great actor, yeah. And the the idea of, you know, this being a future thing, I mean, is definitely, like, feasible in my opinion. And, um, you know, if you're a fan of, like, something like Total Recall, but you want something more sci-fi... More sci-fi than Total Recall. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much more sci-fi you can get than a, a three-breasted hooker in a in a world well, that's losing air. <laughs> but like, it was a lot, an action movie too. Gotcha. So this is more focusing on like the relationships. I don't know how much action is going to come into play after the first season. Gotcha. Um. Okay, so that is it for Prime. Now my last four. Or okay, I have one that's um, on Shutter, or you can rent on Prime. But if okay. you have Shutter, which is five dollars a month, and it's all horror movies, it's a great service. My only issue, um, the only reason I don't still have it, is because I watched everything in one month that I wanted to watch. <laughs> you know? Go figure. So, yeah, so if you like want to check it out, it's five bucks. So the price of renting the movie that I'm going to recommend, um, you know, you can get shutter for a month and watch it <laughs> my daughter my, side note my daughter just came downstairs and side-eyed me because i'm sitting here recording and she wants to play video games and i was like you're fine god <laughs> uh, hi sam <laughs> i i know she can't see me but I, i'm saying it and that's all that Se- matters. steph says hi sam <laughs> oh she's waving hi <laughs> yay i got a wave i feel good about myself <laughs> okay so there's a movie called the furies and it's a horror movie and it starts off with, you know, a woman in the woods and you think, Oh man, it's going to be another slasher movie. Okay. And, yeah. That's natural assumption. Right. But it takes the slasher movie and it flips it like in such a way, like I shouldn't say flips it, but it like turns it on its side at least. The, and the concept of this is that all of these people are, Oh God, I don't want to see. I can't spoil it. If you like horror movies, if you like to see traditional um, horror movie tropes such as slasher movies um, done in a different way that is incredibly well done, especially because it does not look like super high budget, um, you definitely check out The Furies. I, I really don't want to give anything else away. Okay. 
because part of the fun of the movie is discovering as well, it goes along. Sort of like you know the M Night you know Shyamalan Ding Dong films. You know if, if you know <laughs> if if you give too much away, like why even bother watching it? Right. It's like here's the premise. Watch it. Trust me. Right. And hopefully you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Either you trust my judgment or you don't. You'd go. Right. Yeah. People typically trust my judgment on horror movies. Maybe not a lot of other things, but horror movies. You do tend to know what you're talking about in that realm. <laughs> okay. So uh, the last three are all on Netflix. And they've come out in the last few years. Um, I think actually all three of them have come out in the last, yeah, like three years-ish. So we have Wild Wild Country, which is for my documentary people. Um, it's about a cult. They didn't. They would never call it a cult, but it's about a cult that uh, ended up taking, like, planting roots here. And it's a very, it's a very good representation. Um, I feel of how people can get sucked into these types of groups. I feel the way that they portrayed it through the documentary and through the testimonials of the people that were involved, that it was very, I don't know. It's just super well done. And it, even if you're not a documentary, a documentary person, pardon me, but you're interested in learning more about like cults and like why people would join a cult and what they see in it. This is definitely something uh, that I would recommend. This came out a few years ago. It was kind of big, though, so I feel like most people have already watched it. But if you have not watched Wild Wild Country, get on it. It's, it's good shit. And then uh, in the same vein, it's not a documentary. It is fiction, but it is based on real life. Um, it's called Mindhunter. Uh, Mindhunter, and it is about how the um, profiling unit got started in the FBI. And it's incredible. It's, it, it's just, especially if you're into psychology or if you are fascinated by the mind of, you know, serial killers. And usually people that are into psychology are interested in abnormal psychology and typically serial killers have abnormal psychology. So, um, Mindhunter, I got turned on to after season two came out. So there's two seasons of that. And I I destroyed two seasons in two days. Oh, I've always been fascinated. So, like, I mean, that's one of those things where, um, God, I remember it was, uh, it started with, like, the the book was the, it was about the Green River Killer. And it was the whole foundation of profiling you know and 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 what they actually are and what they do and how they work so that's always been a fascination with me it's such a great topic yeah and well the show i mean it just the acting the guys that they get to play the serial killers i mean they nailed it they nailed it so um mind hunter is just if you're into that type of fiction if you're into learning about like the human mind and why people do what they do um, and how the FBI started their pro- the profiling unit then you should definitely definitely check out mind hunter well because I mean it, it it is I mean it's it's a fascinating science it's you know and, and and reading through like how it evolved over the years like like whether it's the books because I, I did I actually watched the series um, you know and, and just watching through 
you know, how the science evolved, you know, and it, you know, they started out with, they thought they knew, they thought they knew what they were doing and then, oh, well, all right, no, let's actually refine this. And so, you know, no, they're not always a hundred percent accurate, but they're pretty damn close. And it's, it's freaky how, how dead on they can be with this stuff. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I was a big criminal minds fan. Oh, for uh, sure. I am actually uh, rewatching it because I stopped watching it. I think at like season seven because as soon as Prentice was gone, I I, I couldn't. As well, much as I love me as some Shamar Moore and some Penelope, I just couldn't. Prentice does come back though. I was I was I was I didn't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, she does. Um, and that's why I'm going back and rewatching all of it. So and that was me. Like I I loved. Um, you know, I, obviously, I, 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 the show kind of took a hit for me when Mandy Patinkin left. Mm. Um, but it, you know, like I, yeah, uh, so yeah, and you know, but um, you know, all the other characters kind of kept me hooked in, and then one by one, as they lost characters, I was like, it's kind of like CSI, like CSI. I loved Grissom, um, you know, and and one by one, as characters left, I stopped watching the show, and it was the same thing with Criminal Minds. But yeah, they're in the middle of their last; it's their season, it's their series finale this season. Yeah. 15th season. Yep. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm starting, I think I'm on uh, season four. I started at the beginning and just going back through it. And it's a lot. I remember most of it. But oh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. But such a great series. Yeah. A great show. Um, so, yeah, if you like Criminal Minds, definitely uh, Mindhunter is good for you. Last but not least, we're going to go with Russian Doll. Um, Dude, that is so good. It is so good. Did you just get around to watching that? No, I oh, watched okay. it right when it came out. Are you kidding me? My girl, Natasha <laughs> Leone, starring in her own TV show. Yes, she is everything to me. Um, and that was such a good series. She was in a movie called But I'm a Cheerleader. Yep. And as a as a bisexual woman, <laughs> when I saw this, I was really young, but I knew that I was attracted to women. So like in my, right. like I knew, um, but watching that movie, which she starred in um, back in her indie days before she, I mean, she's been doing all sorts of shit now. Oh yeah. Uh, but I mean, she blew my mind as an actress. Um, and then after that, like I just started following all of her stuff. She is really incredible. Oh, she really is. Well, and this is another series that's been picked up for a second season now. Oh, well if they didn't, they'd be stupid. Yeah. I mean, both of the main characters are extremely likable, even though they're both flawed. Well, yeah, and you know, so ways. oh, for sure, and like for those who don't know, because we kind of glossed over it, like the it's a little Groundhog Day ish, um, but with a much more cynical, serious twist. Yes. So essentially, I mean, I, I can give them the basics because I mean, it's it's been out for a minute. Yeah, it's been out for a minute, and like it's pretty much established in the first episode that Natasha Leone's character, who is the main character, um, she at any time she dies, which usually happens surrounding this one night, somehow she manages to die. She comes back to the same point at the birthday party that her friend is throwing her at her friend's apartment. Yep. So that's all you need to know. To really understand, like, kind of the dynamic, um, there's well, another read that comes in. Well, and, and and I was gonna say, and, and much like Groundhog Day, you know, everybody knows, you know, Bill Murray's character keeps trying to find a way to break the cycle. 
Um, and she does much the same thing. Absolutely. And then it's one of, it's one of those shows that like by the, by the end of the, the first season, when you actually figure out what's going on, it doesn't even matter that that's happening, but seeing the growth of the characters and how they, they changed from these, like I said, kind of not terrible people, but really flawed people. Oh, for sure. Are becoming genuinely better people given time. And it's, it's just, it, I feel like it was like a triumph of TV. Like this show was so fucking good. They did. They did do a phenomenal job with it. They really, really did. (laughs) I want to throw up. (laughs) Ah. So yeah, that's that's my list of stuff. I mean, there's plenty of other things I can recommend. Again, I like I said on the last episode, I will throw some stuff up on either my Facebook, uh, Stephanie Menard, or on the Waystation Facebook. So well, and I do. I still I still think it might be a good idea. You know, just I mean, from a you know interacting with people standpoint, because that's what everybody's looking for these days. Um, you know, put out a a homework assignment for the week. Um, you know, like on a, you know, on a, on a Monday or whatever, we're like, Hey, well, no. So, Hey, on Friday, I'm going to be doing a show. Um, and you know, cause with this format, we can go live on Facebook, um, you know, through zoom and let people, you know, comment and chime in and, and do that kind of stuff. And, you know, pros and cons and did they like it? Did they hate it? That kind of stuff just to yeah. build up some interaction and, and like get, let people kind of get out a little bit. Yeah, we all need it. I mean, these, these recommendations are we're doing this instead of our regular indie creator stuff because we are all stuck at home. We know how much it sucks and TV and movies. Yes, they help. They know they're not going to fill all the time, but we're just trying to give you more ideas and explain maybe some stuff that's out of your wheelhouse that may not want to watch or have never heard of. So something to help to make getting stuck at home suck less. That's yeah. Yes. (laughs) That is the ultimate goal. Well, and we did. And, and uh, you know, we talked about it last episode just to make sure it gets hit on this episode. For the love of God, while you are trapped at home, um, speaking of those indie creators and artists, um, go find them and buy something from them. Uh, you know, you can't be at a con walking past all the booths with all that crazy cool stuff that you want to get your hands on and rip your wallet out for. But they are still at home uh, cranking that stuff out and and sitting on quite likely a huge stockpile of stuff because everybody had their orders in for all the cons that they were planning on going to before all this hit. And so, yeah, I mean, everybody from, you know, whether it's the, you know, the larger creators or the aggregates sort of like source point press or, you know, the smaller folks like Steph, uh, or, you know, or like, you know, Dave Herndon, those guys, you know, there are so many creators that are out there that are still doing their stuff and, and they're still trying to, you know, make money and, and keep themselves afloat just like we all are at this point. Um, so if you can and if it's possible for you, go give them a sale and, and help yourself out by getting some cool stuff and help them out by helping keeping them afloat. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm going to give a shout out to Misty Bondi, uh, who is a fantastic, fantastic artist. She has all kinds of incredible stuff. I will um, post her link on. I don't think my- I know her. I, you know, you you probably have seen her at conventions. Um, I just started getting to know her and her husband over the last six, eight months. Okay. 
I've seen them like a million times, but you know how shy I am. So. Well, and that's me at, you know, between like the networking group and the, and the studios and all that stuff. I mean, I see a kajillion people and cons are the same way. Like if, if I don't like, if we don't actually hang out and I get to know you yet, no, I don't know you. Yeah. So, well, Misty, uh, she does, um, she's just incredibly talented, Uh big fan of hers. I mean, I, if for the next show, I'll come up with a list of people that you should go check out. That'll be, that'll be part of our next episode. But until then, I think we're about to wrap this son of a bitch up. I hope that everybody <laughs> is staying sane, staying safe. Um, oh, I just looked her up. I do know her. I, I, I remember her from cons. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured you'd probably at least seen her. Yep. Um, but yeah, stay sane, stay safe, stay home. We're, we're all in this together, and all we can do is try to stay positive and stay the fuck home. Seriously, for the love of God... We want to go outside sometime, and the longer you people screw around, the longer that's going to be delayed. And Dave's getting cranky without his dive bar. And like, let's folks, let's put this in perspective. The bartender from Temple Bar in Detroit called me to make sure I was okay. That's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are in life. 